0: Key to the Inside, a podcast by Corey Johnson-Levitt. By interviewing leaders from all branches of government, our podcast will provide insight and an up-close perspective into state and national government. Welcome to Corey Johnson-Levitt's podcast, A Key to the Inside. Today, I'm joined by my partner, Ron Corey, and we are going to be talking to the Senate Appropriations Chair and Minority Vice Chair, Senator Stamas and Senator Hertel. They're going to talk to us today about the federal ARPA dollars that are coming into the state, as well as other budget issues that are, are going to be front and center for them as they start to tackle the 2022 fiscal year budget. Uh, we're going to talk to them a little bit about their final year in the state senate as both of them are termed out. Uh, first of all, say I want to say thank you guys for both agreeing to do this. This is actually really fun. We have uh, two of the top people in Lansing on the same podcast, so that's going to be great. We appreciate it. So, uh, first question I would like to ask you guys is, um, you know, we've heard a lot about ARPA dollars. We know that there's been a lot of federal dollars coming into the state. And I guess Senator Stamis, I'll hand this over to you first. How much are we talking about as far as federal dollars coming in that we have available to utilize for the state?
1: Currently remaining something like $7.2 billion of ARPA dollars, um, with about 1.8 of that is uh, specifically de- designated to, um, for example, rental assistance or mortgage relief, things like that. So. Um, so we really have access at the moment for uh, more of a general, uh, less restrictive of about $5.4 billion in ARPA. We still have about $300,000 left with the CARES and about $3.2 million from the Consolidated Appropriations Act. Um, and so, uh, and then if we start talking about the uh, recent one, uh, Ija, I guess, I'm not sure how you want to pronounce that, that um, but um, that one adds I think another I want to say a little over four billion but then there's another um, substantial one hundred and twenty some billion dollars uh, that isn't state specific uh, but is put up for um, state competitive grants as they would state
0: okay so uh Senator Hatau, how do you see these pots of of funds interacting with the 2022 budget that is going to be uh, debated here in a relatively short period of time?
2: Well, hopefully we've done some work in actually getting more money out the door before then. Um, Obviously, uh, we have revenue estimating coming uh, this week, um, and I, I think we're gonna get positive news for the state uh, you know, we have a unique opportunity uh, to, unlike a lot of legislatures, actually solve large problems for the state. Uh, you know, for a long time, almost 20 years, we've had a lot of problems that the state uh, has had in terms of uh, funding. Uh, certainly, we've seen problems with our roads, our underground infrastructure, uh, lead pipes, flooding, our mental health system, our schools. There are there there are, there are more problems than. Uh, most legislators legislators have had the opportunity to solve. But we have a unique ability to actually uh, make real investments in these things uh, this year. And, uh, you know, I plan on continuing working with uh, the other side of the aisle and with Jim, who's been a great partner, uh, and the House and the governor uh, to get these dollars out the door and to really uh, help uh, people in Michigan. I think uh, nobody in Michigan is helped by us holding on to these dollars. We certainly have to be responsible in how we spend them uh but the economy doesn't help and nothing else has helped uh with us sitting on these dollars uh i know politics is hard as we get into this uh the governor gubernatorial election will make it harder uh but people uh, back at home don't care about whether republicans or democrats are winning at lansing uh they care about their own families they care about their ability to find a good job they care about their kids school they care about the road they drive on to work um and if we could focus on them and not us i think we can, we have a, a tremendous amount of good work that we can do Do you see all these, uh, the 4.4
3: billion plus the 5.4, do you guys have these like segregated into like buckets, like infrastructure, healthcare, schools, or is it gonna be all kind of an omnibus type?
1: No, I I think that um, there's, if you look at what the governor had did with press releases um, throughout most of last year, um, and then you look at what the house recently did with, for example, the law enforcement, They've started creating some buckets. I think probably have eight or nine buckets out there of different areas that have been looked at. I I think that my hope is that we'll concentrate more, narrow it down to about four different types of areas. So I I think that we're looking at um, the health, Uh, the house had just passed uh, a supplemental regarding health. Um, And so we're probably looking at that first, getting that out with the spike uh, of COVID that we've been seeing um and then infrastructure so hopefully like uh senator Hurtel spoke about um water um broadband uh roads and other uh key areas i think the the key to that is you know trying to make actual investments that are trans you know transformational to our communities we we have both schools and uh, a lot of infrastructure Um, across the state, especially for example, waste treatment plants and getting upgrades to the water services and waste treatment, um, I I think is a huge opportunity for Michigan um, that we haven't seen in decades. So I I think that's a positive. Uh, And then we'll probably look at the law enforcement um, and then also mental health. Uh, I don't know, at the moment, I I think mental health and health are, Probably looking at two two separate buckets at the moment, but um, I'd, I'd like to see um, both of those have priority as well.
0: So, how is the policy priorities that the uh, that the Senate may have both in both of your caucuses lining up with the budget priorities that you are that you just outlined?
1: No, I think overall, I think Senator Rittell, uh and I have worked uh, extremely well together in trying to find ways to do that. For example, lead. Uh, we have a substantial amount of um, dollars in there for the lead replacement for PFAS and for, um, you know, waste treatment and others uh, and, and actually dams as well. Um, but um, the opportunity for a lot of the policy um, has is gone with it. I think I read recently that this was one of the smallest number of bills passed. Uh, in a session period last year, and so that was that was interesting to read.
2: Yeah, listen, I think policy and uh, and uh, the budget obviously, in some ways going hand in hand. I mean, I think it's easier to solve large problems uh, when you have the money to back up some of those things. So um, you know, I, I don't think it, uh, there's anything um, you know magical there. Uh, I think that there is uh, a lot of important, uh work that uh, has to be done throughout this but i think that that if we can get the the budget stuff right if we can find a way to work together there uh i think it bodes well for the rest of the session i think that um it, uh, appropriations has been in my opinion less part uh, partisan uh so far in my time in legislature than the policy work is um and i think that if we can find uh, common ground there if we can find ways to work with each other there um, that, that that will bode well for the rest of the session in terms of being able to work together in other places. I mean, on on these buckets uh, or we'll call them buckets how you have them separated out from infrastructure
3: mental health schools and such is there do you guys have a set timeline have you did an internal timeline or I know there's a deadline to send to, to spend these funds which runs into uh, post uh, elections uh, but do you see a, a time frame on, you know, infrastructure? We have construction season here in Michigan is limited. It's not year round. I mean, is there priorities uh, on any of these buckets or a time frame?
1: Yeah, I, I think that the time frame is likely trying to get a substantial amount um, prior to even the budget this time versus waiting till after the budget as we did last year. And so um, we've started uh, discussions with the state budget office and the House um the week after uh, New Year's Eve. so um, you know again, I think the first focus will be on the health uh, supplemental. Um, I hope is that we go straight into uh, the infrastructure. I the Senate had passed over a water uh, uh, bill just before uh, the Christmas break. And so I think the opportunity to um, go straight into that, I, I agree there's a, a timeline um getting it out so that it can actually be used uh i think one a couple of the big concerns that we've had and uh, have faced is trying to make sure we're using one-time dollars for one-time items Um, there's a lot of uh ongoing requests as well and so the challenge will be what happens uh with that in the future and so um you know my focus again is sort of I'd, i'd love to put more of it into the infrastructure Um, that's going to last us and uh, keep going for a long time uh, when we don't know what the revenues will be um, in the future to continue programs that are started.
3: I think you had uh, uh, the MDOT uh, transportation director the other day saying without these funds, for example, I-275 in the Livonia area would never have made the list. So I guess the the infrastructure does have a nice trickle down economic effect uh, for us here in Michigan.
0: Do you anticipate any um, specific budget items increasing as you go into the 2022 budget, knowing that you know you have this the federal dollars separate from that? I, I,
2: I'm sure there will be some. I mean, uh, you know, considering that we haven't even done step one of the next year's budget yet. You know, the governor hasn't presented her budget yet. Um, uh, we know that we're going to have more dollars for that, that are even coming in this year. Uh, it would be hard, I would be hard-pressed to imagine an area that, uh, to name off the top of my head, all those schools, for example, I'm, I'm guessing won't get a decrease from last year. Uh, I hope higher ed won't. Uh, so, I mean, you know, the, those are places where I think we probably can say, yes, there'll be more dollars, but, you know, I, I don't until we're in the room with everyone and make, having those discussions, I think it's hard to, uh, I can certainly see what my priorities are, but it's it's hard to know what everybody else's are until we actually all in a room working together.
1: I think the, the first step coming up actually happens this Friday um, with the crack. so since this mm-hmm. Revenue um, Conference. Uh, I think the Senate fiscal has already put forward they expect our general fund to be at a balance of about $4.2 billion, and our school aid fund, wow. uh, right around 2.9 billion. Um, and those are in addition to the ARPA and uh, the other dollars as well. So uh, the state has been set uh, um, in a good spot for, for a strong budget. I, I think that we want to be careful on, again, make sure that one-time dollars are, are being spent the budget will likely appear larger than what it really is, only because we do include some of those dollars within the budget versus um, that won't carry over in, in future years. Well,
3: given both of you guys are going to be done with your Senate terms, uh, that's a pretty good way to walk out the door.
1: Yeah, compared to wow. 2009 when I came in, right. we were broke, I think we had wow. like 300,000 in the you know, Rainy Day Fund in now Michigan has uh, 5% of its budget uh, in the Rainy Day Fund, which well, is look, a
2: huge... what a great job that we did, Jim. We did. <laughs> <laughs> See, it can work. Bipartisanship can work. There are times <laughs> where it's, it's better to be lucky than good, for
3: sure. <laughs> Always. Always. Well, I think uh, all, all of us, uh, I mean, uh, all of us uh, on my end of the uh, spectrum, uh, applaud uh, the two of you uh, working together on the budget, because uh, given what we we keep seeing in Washington and numerous states around us, that is not the case. So uh, I I know on behalf of all of us uh, we applaud you guys on that. Um, but do you see, given this year, it's going to be you know everybody is up for re-election, new maps, new districts, new everything. Do you see any of that seeping into any of these discussions? I mean,
1: the longer we go, the more it will start seeping in.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, I, uh, I obviously we all hope we can avoid it as long as possible. Um, at the end of the day, um, good policy is good politics, in my opinion. Uh, if, uh, mo, you know, Jim and I uh, are done in the Senate, um, I'd like to leave the ability that we've had to work with each other and to get things done as a legacy for others to see and hopefully follow in the future. Um, so I know this year will be tough, uh, but I also know that I have a good friend on the other side of the aisle that when there have been tough times, we've, we've still been able to talk, sit down and figure out ways to get things done. And, uh, I believe that, uh, I'm an optimist. I have four kids. If you uh, have four kids, you have to be an optimist. Uh, I firmly believe, uh, that, um, there, there are no politics that are more important uh, than the work that we have to do and that are that are uh, harder to deal with uh, and that are beyond our friendship. So I, uh, I look forward to continuing working uh, with my friend on the other side of the aisle and uh, getting towards uh, getting things done at the end of the year.
1: That's the sweetest you've ever been to me, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 100% really, uh, Virtual hugs
0: this, all the way around.
1: It's been, been fantastic. Uh, Curtis has an amazing way to take a problem and look at it from multiple directions to work towards a solution. And just having the ability to look at it and propose multiple solutions always leads to actually finding solutions. So I've I've enjoyed very much the opportunity to work with Curtis as well.
0: Well, as each of you are are finishing up your final term in the Senate, uh, what do you as individuals want to leave as? Part of your legacy. What What is it that you want to be remembered for, uh, Senator Stabenow? What, what's your legacy? I,
1: I, I think Curtis um, hit it almost on you know on the head with uh, the legacy. I, I think that I I want to leave is that uh, the opportunity to come to Lansing is a huge privilege, both in the House and the Senate. And when we come here to represent our our families and constituents across the state. That opportunity means that we're here to govern, not to just throw bombs and or fight amongst one another. While we may have some of that, um, the chance to actually make differences for our Michigan families' lives and govern is uh, the legacy of of working together on both sides of the aisle, um, building those friendships, building those relationships and recognizing the difference that we have for each of our districts and our individuals is actually our strength, not our weakness. And so having the chance to um, hear different perspectives from across the state, learn from it, and uh, find ways to provide solutions and governance uh, is what I, I certainly hope uh, is the legacy that uh, I bring, leave behind.
3: Amen. Both of you guys have had brothers in the legislature. Curtis, you're obviously, Kevin is still there. Uh, Jim, you had Tony. Uh, back in the day. Do do they look at you kind of, you know, goofy and say, I can't believe you guys are doing it? Or are they looking at you like, you know, you're doing better than I did, or I wish I would have done this? Or is there, have you been able to glean anything from them watching you go through what they went through?
1: No, I think um, I always have fun with my brother, Tony. Um, Tony was in appropriations as well. Um, And uh, me having the opportunity to actually be chair um, I like to hold over him slightly, so yeah, yeah. that's obviously good brotherly love to, you know, especially as me being the older brother. Um, people are just now realizing he's actually my brother. When I first got to Lansing, I was telling people he was my dad. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, Tony has been a huge asset and continues to be one for me um, with uh, talking things through and uh, providing other perspectives and historic uh, reference. Um, and so, uh, it's, it's awesome to have uh, opportunity to serve with your brother at the same time. Um, I think we're one of four or five in Michigan's history, Curtis and mm-hmm. his brother, Tony and I, and uh, I think the cherries, and then there was, I think three brothers back in the sixties. Um, uh, my
2: dad and his, uh, two brothers and it's the it's right, in the seventies. Yeah. For me, you know, it's a little different. Um, uh, you know, because Kevin's my younger brother. And we lost my dad uh, just over five years ago. And, you know, he was the person that I would call every way, every day on the way home from tough days on session. Um, it, you know, it, in the middle of tough battles, you know, my dad is the person I would call. And, uh, you know, that it was hard, obviously, I mean, he was my best friend, my mentor, it was, it was obviously hard to, to lose my father. I'm sure it is for anybody, uh, but having Kevin here has really um, uh, been special. We play, we have a different role sort of. He calls me more often, I guess, for uh, advice. Although I certainly call him for advice sometimes. Um, but uh, it's been really nice to, be able to serve with your with your, with your own brother. Um, we're the first two brothers to ever serve from 90 miles apart from each other. Uh, he actually got me a bumper sticker. They had an honoring a thing honoring me last uh, last month. Uh, you know, when you get towards the end, uh, it's like you have to go to your own funeral over and over again. So they have this thing honoring me. And he spoke and he brought a bumper sticker that said, Curtel uh, vote for the one nearest you. Um, <laughs> uh, if, if you add it all up, my family's represented you know, a, a large portion of the state, almost over 100 years of service to the state. Um, so um, getting to serve with my brother has been a very special part of the, part of all this, for sure.
0: It's been an honor to have both the Appropriations Chair in the Senate and the Minority Appropriations Chair in the Senate uh, on our KJL podcast. We appreciate your time. Uh, we are looking forward to the governor's State of the state on uh, January 26th and probably shortly thereafter the introduction of the Executive Budget Recommendation and working with the two of you as well as other of your colleagues to uh, further the work of a lot of our, our clients, our organizations that we represent and um, serving the state and, and working with you too, especially as you round out your final year and your, and your term in the state Senate. So thank you very much for your time.
2: Thank you, you guys do a great job and I'm sure we'll be hearing from you because you do a great job. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, no, um, it's always uh, a great opportunity to work with you. Um, both of you, but also many of your clients provide huge insight, what's really going on for Michigan families and and, or in the workforce. Um, That opportunity also is one I hope uh, we pass on alongside um, finding ways to communicate uh, with all and learning from uh, your clients and many others. So we appreciate all that you do. And um, Curtis, if they haven't caught up with you, they've been at the door quite a while.
2: Oh yeah, they've, they've, (laughs) for sure. We, we,
3: we split that up evenly. Don't worry. Yes. <laughs> but We do appreciate your times and, uh, and your friendships. You guys, both of you guys are, have been close to us for a number of years and uh, we appreciate, I know our clients appreciate. So we, we thank you and applaud you and wish you nothing but the best of luck in 22. Thank you, Thanks, sir. Appreciate it. Yeah.
0: Thank you for joining a key to the inside, the KJL podcast.